Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to another episode of Hooks, the podcast where we give you all the RPG hooks that you will ever need at your table. I'm your host, Nancy Weber, here with my trusty co-host, Tully Grimley. Hello, hello, hello. And Matthew Baba. Ahoy, ahoy. And no one will ever remember Matthew's name because I did not put Hannibal in the middle. How dare you. How very dare you. Mm. It's mm-hmm. Matthew Hannibal Butler for the record. Hannibal Matthew Butler. Sure. <laughs> Old Matty. Old Matty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so if you are joining us for the first time, what we do here is we give you some plot hooks that we take inspiration from a magically gathering card and a random word, and we give you some ideas to put into your game. We do that in the form of a magic trick. We start out with a pledge, which is the seed of the idea. Then we move on to the turn, where we do something surprising and exciting to thrill your players. And then finally, the prestige, in which we turn it into a story or something that you can put into your game and send your players along. Now, it's been a running joke (laughs) that we are far past getting to know you now. Does anyone have a getting to know you question? I think I've stumped them both. No, you have not. Oh. I was I was being polite. Oh, okay. There is so much more to ask. Okay. We're never done knowing somebody. So today, I would like to know, a genie appears in front of you. Mm-hmm. What are your three wishes? I need one wish. Uh, just one wish? Just one wish. All right. What is your one wish? I wish that my life is always my idea of perfect in every way. Okay. I like it. That's a good wish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's a lot harder to stump than what I was going to say. <laughs> what I'm worried about that, though, is that... I mean, it won't matter to you because you'll have been having a great time anyway, but the genie exactly will just right. alter your perception of your life. Welcome to my mental health, Matthew. <laughs> if I'm happy, I don't care. <laughs> so either the world changes <laughs> and my life becomes what I currently think of as my idea of perfect... Or my life now, I currently assume, is my idea of perfect. Either way, I'm happy. I mean, there we go. (laughs) Win-win. And for you to say that I shouldn't be happy with my life as it is now, is that's on you. Oh, I'm a terrible, terrible terrible person. person. You are. Mm. What are your three wishes, Nelly? (laughs) I wish to never tire. I wish to always have the motivation to do the things I say I will. No, but what if you say you want to kill someone? Oh, shit. Aha! I've genied you. My dungeon master. And now you're in jail. (laughs) And you never go to sleep. (laughs) And I never go to sleep, so I just sit there writing my book. It's a win-win. 
There we go. Until they confiscate your writing materials. And then you just lay awake with the nightmares. <laughs> third wish. <laughs> I think I'll uh, wait wait on the third wish until something terribly, horribly wrong happens. <laughs> I, I wish the prisons didn't exist. Oh, fuck. <laughs> now you that's win. a problem. Now, what about you, Matthew? I would like a hyperbolic timed chamber from Dragon Ball Z. Okay. That is a cha- it's pretty much a pocket dimension in which the time stops outside of it. So you could take up any, and it has whatever you, it's like a room of requirement. So you can have whatever you need in there to learn skills, sure. just train and just have a great time. Nobody's ever used one of those in a, in a series that I. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so Matthew said it. <laughs> There's, current, think, there's currently the use of a hyperbolic time chamber in Law and Disorder. Oh, cool. Yeah. There the, the podcast that I... That, I, thought, I thought it was like a room program. of requirement joke. It's like, well, time doesn't stop outside of the room of requirement. <laughs> and about two episodes, again, the, the flying wizard's tower is, resembles something that's happened in Law and Disorder very recently. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I'm with the jokes now. I feel so hip. It's uh, a hyperbolic time so chamber. Check out our, our sister podcast at Law and Disorder, by the way. Yes. They ignore the spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> well, more they're more like hooks, really. Anyway, wish two. I would be the world's most I would be a powerful sorcerer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so an all powerful genie, no. I just want to be the most powerful sorcerer. All, all powerful sorcerer. Because if I say most, you'd be like, well, there aren't any real sorcerers. How do so, you know? Uh, I don't, but I'm not going to take any chances. That, is, that would be confirmation genie. of whether magic exists. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, the genie isn't confirmation. And then, honestly, I'm happy with just those two. So, I don't know, a donut. Stash it up. <laughs> I love the so two, selfish. I love the two reactions. <laughs> the first one is, like, I'll, I'll hoard the wish until something goes wrong. <laughs> the other is, eh. Whatever. Whereas no, I'll no. give two other people my wishes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're altruistic. <laughs> I don't trust other people with my wishes. Luckily, in my idea of the perfect world, you're both slaves. Uh, right. So let's get on to the episode, <laughs> hey, shall Zane, we? Can I have your other wish? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. You're a slave. You're not a person. Uh... So what we do is we come up with a story hook based on. Oh, I have already a, said that. Okay, but what we the card that we're looking at today is the Fairy Conclave. So it is a a land, but it's a special land. Um, it comes in tapped, and if you tap it, it adds a well, water mana to your mana pool. But if you pay, it becomes a two-one blue fairy creature with flying until the end of the turn. But it's still a land. Those are certainly some words. Yeah, so basically this land can turn into a A creature that is also a land. That's pretty wicked. So, um, do you want to describe what the card looks like? I think I'll take this one, just in case we get uh, the description we had before we started recording again. (laughs) Um, So what we're seeing here is a dark, moody forest with a waterfall set in there. There's light beaming... From, uh, from the treetops and it's revealing a number of fairies hanging above a number of chrysalis mm-hmm. and these themselves hang above a pool of water they're glowing pale blue and shimmering in the uh, in the sunlight it's a very captivating picture yeah mm. 
Um, and our word is galaxy. So I'm going to jump in with my pledge first up. Please do. Because I think galaxy and fairy conclave, we I have to do, have to pledge at least once. Space fairies. Space fairies. Yeah. So I think the phenomenon itself looks like falling stars that are falling directly on you, um, and it turns the surrounding landscape into this kind of grove. Um, it kind of lots of mists and and sparkling lights and will o' the wisps and what have you. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I think this just appears somewhere wherever they land, um, and you can investigate it if not. But that's that's what the, the pledge is. Space fairies have landed and transformed the landscape into something. Hmm. That's Interesting. It's not called, going to be called Space Fairies. I'll think up something better for it. Excellent. You're going to pull a me. Yes. <laughs> Rename it partway through. <laughs> so who has who has another another pledge? Yes, I've got something for us. Well, so stumble into a forest, we come across a waterfall, and this water um, by this waterfall there are a bunch of fairies playing, and as fairies are wont to do, <laughs> they come up to you and offer you offer you something, offer you a visit. Oh no, a, a visit of what? A visit. And should you accept, you find yourself being woven into chrysalis. No, individually. I don't want to be a butterfly. And these chrysalis begin to uh, float over the pond and through the waterfall. And they arrive through the waterfall into a galaxy of chrysalis. Each From each one emerging somebody from a different land. How? Okay, okay. So, through the waterfall, into just a large, empty space full of people emerging. bursting out of chrysalis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very cool. Well, old Maddie was st- strolling across the countryside. And as old Maddie does, he tripped into a stream, and that stream turned into a waterfall, and I plunged into this dark, gloomy, fair, but beautifully lit fairy oasis. This is being animated in Windows Movie Maker. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm under the water, and I look up. For some reason, I'm imagining it in like uh, 8-bit animation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Someone make that series, please. And I'm looking up, and above the water surface, as I pull myself up, are hovering chrysalis. And above them, as in the picture, there are fairies. Fairies? Yeah. Fairies kind of carefully kind of circulating these chrysalis and keeping them very, keeping the glow alive. Like the wisp of the fairies is what's keeping Mm -hmm. these like hovering. And I get kind of carried away. Old Maddie gets pulled out of the stream and put to the side as kind of an unwanted distraction, but they're not hostile. They're just like, get out of the way. Old Maddie lingers, watches, and eventually this chrysalis is put down in front of him. And the fairies disperse. The chrysalis cracks. And a baby what's, looks almost like a dragonborn, but not quite. It's too bright. It's too silver. It's too many colours at once. Oh, no. And not it's too many colours. Too many colours. too many colours. <laughs> Old Maddie can only perceive like four colours max. And this is Five too, many. too many. <laughs> too many. Five is right out. And... What's, be- what's become clear is that these chrysalis are 
incubated carefully by these fairies. And this is some new creature. Maybe the only way old Maddie can perceive it is likening it to a dragonborn, but it could be something completely different. Okay. Hmm. All right. Okay, so which one do we want to turn first? I kind of want to go to Tully's. Okay. I want to know what this turns into, this, this galaxy of creatures from different worlds in this vast open space. So, as you emerge, you discover, discover that everyone has come from a, a truly different place. You've gone through the waterfall, others through a forest, some through oasis in the desert. Everyone seems to have a different story to tell, but uh, there's, there's no exit in sight at all. So you spread out, you start walking, start trying to discover, and uh, you find caves, these holes that you can find your way through, but the view from behind is blocked as soon as you round the corner mm. and you have to find your way out you keep finding your way back to the chamber I don't want to find my way back to the chamber I want to get out Exactly. where's the waterfall? where is the waterfall? you just keep circling back you find a new one and you circle back who are the other people? And why? what is this madness? don't go chasing waterfalls oh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I apologise for that. <laughs> All right. Um, I do not. <laughs> we know. <laughs> I think I'm going to take my turn now. No, yeah, let's. Um, I think this uh, this area, this landscape that has changed. I think almost immediately, it's almost always night, or at least it's always dark, and I think. The surrounding areas keep are visited by pixies, but they only ever speak to one person at once, and they're just asking for gifts um, or, or to borrow if, if they could borrow, say, some salt or some or some milk or or just rather innocuous things. Just they don't seem to know. They kind of point at things and go, "I want that. Can I can I have that?" And what they'll repay them in like these little glass beads or something. Just these tchotchkes that that are pretty but have no value, value that we really know of. Um, and I think that happens for a while and so you can you get to know that these things aren't malevolent or particularly beneficent. They're just kind of there. This is what's happening. And I think the surrounding area, it doesn't expand, but stranger things start to happen. So, like, maybe gravity starts to dissipate and get less the closer to this... Um, this enclave that you get uh, and I think inside if, if you follow the, the pixies back the, and you can see that there is this, this chrysalis this, this womb that they are protecting and that they are Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
putting these offerings on the chrysalis and then it's kind of becoming part of the chrysalis and you can see all these different elements melding together and that they are this is a this is a, a, a star mother which is a a, a space faring uh, habitation that is sentient but needs to be born in gravity and so they've brought her from her mother in space to her incubation on planet and she's absorbing all the natural phenomena including light including gravity and I think maybe even like precious metals will start rising to the ground rising from the ground and just like being absorbed into the chrysalis um, from all around and so of course that will bring greedy people who want to get to all the precious metals that are being drawn up out of the ground Mm. all the gemstones and so you can pick a side as to where you're gonna are you the greedy people? Are, are you, you the, the greedy protectors? people or are you going to protect the, the, the star mother? Is there a kooky prospector like, <laughs> there's look at the girls. certainly <laughs> a kooky prospector. I think there's a gang of kooky prospectors. <laughs> I like it. I All right, like well, let's, let's head over to Matthew. So did you have a, a name for your hawk, Tully, before we go to, to Matthew? I'm going to call it the Chrysalis Hall. The Chrysalis Hall. And what about you, Matthew? I'm going to call it Celestial Birth. Okay. So, old Maddie's met this strange creature, and the creature rises from the egg, and it's it's grown more like old Maddie knows nothing about this little creature, but it's it can walk, and it can growl, and it has instincts, and it runs directly, makes a direct beeline following uh, the fairies, guiding its path like a light trail, through the waterfall and there's like a cavern behind it so yeah, yeah. naturally follows naturally 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 let's and walk further into danger of course <laughs> well he thought he thought he was give, getting given this creature as a gift by the I fairies see. because he's so important he's not no I know and fairies never give you anything <laughs> now in this cave it's beautifully ornate it's beautifully like lit by blue fire and there's great kind of strange kind of art and carving on the walls beyond any kind of comprehension to poor old Maddie. And this char- this like baby creature runs to what old Maddie only assumes are its parents and its family. Mm-hmm. And there's a community of these kind of creatures, a varying kind of, but not just this kind of creature. But oh, so they're not all the same kind of. Creature no, they're various kind of creatures of different, complete, different. Like some might look like gnomes but variety of colors some might look like dragonborns but different kind of shapes and scale texture i'm gonna just simplify it they're alien creatures of different races they're alien races yeah 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 that are like humans but in more different colors they're (laughs) humanish some would even say humanoid humanoid (laughs) yes that does simplify it so humanoid (laughs) celestial creatures and thank you shakespeare for inventing the word humanoid Woo. Shakespeare um, and the fairies finally and then in, in the turn you kind of get the t- that these the fairy, what the fairies have been doing is that they've been travelling across the galaxy gathering kind of like the gene, the genetics of celestial creatures and bringing them to this cave and hatching them carefully and yeah and it's, it's not a small cave either this is like almost an underground city of a co- uh, well, the city's too big. Town. It's a commune. 
of these variety of creatures. And yeah, that's cool. My, that's my turn. Okay. Well, I, I guess so. Well, what what did you call it again? You called celestial it? birth. Celestial birth. And we had the the chrysalis hall. The chrysalis hall. And I, I called mine star mother. I do want to call it star sister, um, because I think that's just better. It is. It's yeah, better. Mm. I do like it. So Not which up. one do we want to prestige first? I'm keen to prestige the the star sister. Okay. Okay. So the way I picture it, you want to make an encounter out of this. I think the the enclave itself is a good introductory encounter, basically exploring, finding out the pixies, finding out the history about it. And then maybe the second act is when this prestige comes into play with the with the discovery of these these rich mineral deposits rising up to to meet the the alien fairy um and with basically wealth and and light and gravity being absorbed by it i think the choice comes to the to the players whether they're going to defend the the star sister or exploit the star sister and this is when you split the party yeah. Yep. You you pick you pick which you as a dungeon master would pick which storyline they are going to follow, and then the ones that don't pick that have to re-roll new characters to follow the characters that do, or or, or if it's majority mm. majority rule. I've done this with with players before, and it is dramatic. Oh dear! And you can always play both sides. Play the other side as one shots. To the side, so the other, the players that you're continuing with re-roll other characters as well that join the players who chose the opposite side. Mm. Um, so I think the the goal is to protect the the sky sister, the star sister, sorry, and get her enough resources to emerge fully so that she can go to the stars and maybe take you with her, maybe. or maybe just become a patron of yours, um, so they and grant you power or whatever you want um, or what happens to the enclave after she leaves etc etc um, if you choose the other way then of course the fairies take on a more sinister mm. aspect so they're actually they're harvesting the resources of the around, surrounding areas so they're taking feed that would all be going to animals they're taking um, minerals and salts that, that should be going to to pay tithes etc etc um, and they're basically draining the life from the surrounding areas and concentrating it all in this one place, and you have to stop it somehow. Oh boy! And so I think that oh that's I think that's that's how you incorporate it into your game, um, playing both sides of this this conflict, uh, because you know, fairies. What are you going to do? Yeah, oh, those pesky fairies. Those pesky <laughs> fairies always interfering in things, always pulling you into their business. Hilarity ensues. Well, um, or in this case, bloodshed. Oh, but you know, yeah. fairies. Potato, potato. <laughs> so uh, I might. I might yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, yeah. my guess. So um, it's at this point that dramatically, the wall, the ceiling of of this chrysalis hall begins to crack in streams light cracks further open until the whole thing shatters around you and you find that um, things have changed quite a lot. In fact, you have changed quite a lot. If I'm a gnome, gosh help you, 
Oh, you're not a gnome. Oh, good. No. No, you're smaller. Oh, no. Oh, no. In this journey. I'm a halfling. In this journey to visit, to visit with the fairies, they have made you into one of them. The entire party, in fact, every party that is with you, is uh, about the size of, say, a, a thumb. They can fit in the palm of your hand. Do not ask I, I for think whom the tinkle bells toll. You need to stop. <laughs> I am not a violent person, was, but I will become one if necessary. That was beautiful. Thank, thank you. Thank you. But the rest of them, him. terrible. <laughs> that one, I back. I'll take it. Um, so this this is uh, how you score a visit with the fairies, is, is by becoming one of them. Uh, it's up to you and how you interact with them, whether this is temporary or whether you accept your fate and uh, grow to enjoy the other benefits, such as wings, flight, magic. These are all things that you could earn with a, a visit to the fairy court. Ooh. That's fun. Yeah, that's I fun. like yeah. it. Yeah. Matthew. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Where did we last leave our hero? Ah, yes. He had found the commune. Now... Uncharacteristically, ca- characteristically, old Maddie actually got to know these people, and they kind of eventually explained to them in their various arts and dances and, ex- and languages, with the help of the fairies, that all of their planets across the galaxy mm. had been destroyed or <gasps> rot- or rotted away. Or don't do that. So, a lot of them retain the memories of their past lives, and they were o- on their planets. Their genes were taken by the fairies across the galaxy and they've been reborn here on our little planet. Oh no. And all while, all, all while this is happening, old Maddie didn't realise that uh, the fairies were taking his, his blood and he's like, I don't think you want that for the human race, but they took it anyway. Uh, and I know what humans do to these people. It's not pretty. It's not good. So, <laughs> so we've got a bunch of uh, galaxy-wide refugees and they've decided that the commune's getting too big. More eggs are hatching outside of oh no. even more races, and they decide we need to we need to get land of our own. And they ask old Maddie, or the adventurers in this case, but probably, probably old Maddie, <laughs> probably old Maddie, uh, will you help us? So it's the player's job, or to either exploit the refugees or to find a home for them. And that will involve negotiation with other kingdoms and all that kind of jazz. How many of your players do you think are going to try and mate with these aliens? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be conservative and say sixty percent. Okay, that's right. that is conservative. That is conservative. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so um, I had the Star Sister. We had the the Chrysalis Hall. The Chrysalis Hall. Celestial birth. The celestial birth. Weird ones. Yeah. Weird ones this week. Kind of birthy fairy stuff. I guess we we could we couldn't help but uh, anticipate that. Uh, so, <clears throat> if you use any of these in your game, please let us know. Uh, we would love to hear how they go uh, and how that how they work in practice. Uh, you can leave out most of the gross details, though. I think would be great. Absolutely not. Um, If you use them in your game uh, There is no problem with that But if you're going to You know Reproduce them Or remix them in any way Just let us know first Please don't use that word 
<laughs> Not today. Uh, we, of course, we're released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international license. So you can share and distribute any material in the medium or format, in any medium or format, if you give appropriate credit, but don't use the material for commercial purposes, remix, transform, build upon the material in any way for money. And if you want to make an old Maddie 8-bit animated series... Do it and send it to me. Please do work for free. (laughs) We can't even pay you in exposure. (laughs) Uh, So as always, if you have any art uh, that you would would like us to use instead of uh, Magic the Gathering cards, you can reach out to us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Or you can email us at hooked.podcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much, Tully, for joining us yet again. Thank you for having me. And uh, if you'd like to catch me elsewhere, I'm on Dungeon Deep Dive, uh, which is another podcast on the network where we dive into specific aspects of fantasy worlds. Wonderful. And thank you again, Matthew. Thank you very much for having me. If you want more of zany old Maddie adventures, they happen pretty not routinely on Delicious Word Sandwich. Every now and then there's a release. Every now and then there's a release, but there's always an adventure. And (laughs) join us next time, everyone. Until then, keep playing games. Bye. So what mountain were the stones in the walls of this specific monastery mined from exactly? Wait, can my character take a dump? What's the governmental structure of every town in this entire Which magic using class is like the most attractive? How do these people know how to make tunnels under their town when all they do is farm Why does the genie always me? refuse to make people fall in love with me? Like, if who hurt Poison him? rules are the same for every player race. Does that mean they all have can the same digestive system? Can my character have a pet? Oh, can that pet have a pet pet? Are your players asking too many questions? Do you really know how your world works? Don't you wish there was a podcast that made this whole thing easier? Come on over to Dungeon Deep Dive, your favourite fantasy world-building podcast. Whether it's tabletop RPGs or creative writing, we do the research so you don't have to. Find us on your podcatcher of choice or on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram on at Dungeon Deep Dive. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.